The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the fifth chapter. Glory to you, you have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are on the way to court with him, or your accuser may hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that anyone who divorces his wife except on the ground of unchastity, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you shall not swear falsely, but carry out the vows you have made to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than this, comes from the evil one. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, o Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. 
Today's Gospel is one of those passages where I find myself wrestling with the text to find good news. Out of context, all we hear is Jesus talking about prison, adultery, divorce, dismemberment, sin, and hell. It hardly makes us eager to keep listening. But before you shut down or tune out, let's take a step back and review what's happening in the text. This is the third week that we are hearing parts of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. It's one of the five speeches by Jesus that Matthew includes in his Gospel. And it's the one that gives us some of our most quotable words of Jesus. The Sermon on the Mount gives us the Beatitudes and the words about disciples being the salt of the earth and the light of the world that shines for others. It is where Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray and where we hear the instruction that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Throughout this sermon, Jesus is teaching his disciples how to understand the scripture they have been taught and the explanations they have been given. And last week's gospel ended with Jesus telling the disciples that he did not come to abolish the law of the prophets, but to fulfill it. And then he called them to a righteousness that exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, the religious teachers and leaders in Jerusalem. It doesn't make the words any easier to hear, but it does help us understand why Jesus is tackling difficult conversations. Four times in today's Gospel, Jesus says, You have heard that it was said, followed by one of the commandments that we first hear in Exodus 20, or in the case of divorce in Deuteronomy 24. And then, in each case, Jesus says, But I say to you, each time Jesus takes a commandment that can be followed to the letter of the law and makes it a matter of the heart. After all, the commandments were never simply a list of rules to say what not to do. They were given to us to teach us how to be in relationship with God and with one another. Remember, as Jesus is teaching about the law, he is not replacing it. So we shouldn't hear correction in his words. Instead, what Jesus is revealing is that the law is more expansive than it first appears. He begins with murder, suggesting that murder is not only physically and mortally wounding another person. Martin Luther's explanation of the fifth commandment in the small catechism reflects this saying, we neither endanger nor harm the lives of our neighbors, but instead help and support them in all of life's needs. 
Jesus encourages self-examination. When we let resentments and anger fester, we're guilty. Jesus invites us to acknowledge when a chasm exists between us and another person, or where we are withholding forgiveness. And then he urges us to reconciliation. And before we can object to whether it's fair or deserved, we can remember Jesus' own words at his crucifixion. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. As we continue to reflect on Jesus' words, it is important to say out loud here that forgiveness and even reconciliation does not mean that you are ever expected to remain in relationships or circumstances that are abusive or dangerous. When Jesus talks about adultery and then divorce, he is speaking at a time when husbands could divorce wives for the most trivial reasons, when women had no rights at all, and when women who were divorced were scandalized and often left without financial support. As he talks about adultery and divorce, he is urging honesty in our relationships and concern for the other person's welfare. In every example, Jesus speaks against our human instinct to manipulate God's word to make it easier to follow or to lower the cost of discipleship. And in every example, Jesus invites us to look beyond how we are or aren't following the law and look at how our actions are hurting or loving others. In his letter to the Corinthians, Paul reminds the church that we are God's servants working together and we have a common purpose, that people would know God's love. We are being called to live according to God's word in ways that fulfill the law, not only in letter, but in our hearts. The good news in the difficult conversations Jesus has with his disciples is that Jesus doesn't look at all of us and say, y'all missed the mark, and I'm going to start over with a different group of people. <laughs> Instead, in God's abundant mercy, we are forgiven. And if that wasn't enough, Jesus teaches and gives us the word of God and the word of life that we may learn and draw near to God, always seeking understanding. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for your grace that you do not turn away from us. We give you thanks for your son Jesus who shows us how great your love is and invites us to love others as you love us.
encourage us to be honest, knowing you already know our hearts and minds. Help us confess our anger and resentments and seek reconciliation. Enable us by your Holy Spirit to live according to your will, trusting in your word and promises for us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.